Failed blindly through life with no compass, stuck in dead-end jobs and failed relationships. Do you know deep in your heart that you have a purpose in this lifetime and should be living a happier, more fulfilling life? Ainsley McLeod is ready to walk you through the instruction based on his book, which is a simple step-by-step -step system for decoding your soul. He'll teach you how to live the life your soul intended and guide you to a greater sense of clarity, joy, and self-understanding, all in a matter of nine spectacular days. Join author and psychic Ainsley McLeod and Hills of Africa Travel for Soul Safari in South Africa this October. You will experience the awesome energetic boost of the African bush, the exhilarating nature of game viewing, and the therapeutic leisure activities of one fabulous vacation. Only 32 lucky people will have access to this incredible, life-changing journey. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's a nice, cooler day today. I heard it's going to be somewhere in the 70s. No rain, though. That's okay. I know, but I planted like... A hundred plants in my backyard, and I've been watering twice a day, so I could use just a little bit of rain. Well, I got to say, uh, driving around and and just even looking at my yard, this is the yellowest I've seen <laughs> Washington <laughs> pea maybe ever. So. Yeah, that's our guest today, Robin De Pasquale. She's a naturopathic physician who used to be the chair of botanical medicine for Bastyr University and and also taught in the naturopathic program. She now lives in Madison, Wisconsin, and we're blessed to have her here once a month. I mean, once a year and for an entire month while she teaches CAM camp at Bastyr University and teaches a lot about holistic and plant medicine to University of Washington nursing students. And so luckily, um, Robin was able to make a space in her month visit here and come back on the Marie Manuteri Show. So welcome. Thank you, Robin, for being in town. Thank you. It's nice to be back again. I feel like an old hat. Yeah, because I think this is your third time on the show. Is that right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things we're going to talk about. An old hat? An old hat. <laughs> you mean an old hand? Old hat. Old hat. Old hat you sounds know, bad, though. You no, know, old hat fits really well, <laughs> okay. and it's comfortable, and it does the job. A comfortable glove. Yeah, like that. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so luckily with Robin, she's actually staying with me. It's wonderful to have Robin in the house. She calls it the sorority house because of the three kids, well, young women, in and out, and all the fun things that go along with that, as sounds you can like imagine. Sounds like you're having fun. <laughs> we are having we fun. Are. <laughs> and so she's been monitoring my plants, and they're all doing great. They're growing. <laughs> so the hot days aren't stifling them, and I'm on top of the watering, so this is all good. Um, today on the show, we're going to talk about women's health, which is very exciting. One of your favorite topics, right, Robin? Oh, it's the topic I like to focus on the most. Most of the people I see in my practice have been women, and then they bring their children, and then they bring their husbands or their partners. So women's health, I think, is the top notch because women take better care of themselves overall and are the nurturers for everyone else. And so if they care for themselves 
then they're in better shape to care for everyone else the way that they do. Wow, what a great way to describe that. That's amazing. And there's a lot of interesting trends happening in, in women's health. You and I have discussed them because, of course, I have three daughters. And, you know, there's we're always talking about, like, perhaps, you know, the vaccines that are out to prevent the HPV viruses, which we talked about the last time on the show. And then, of course, there's new birth control out where you don't have Menzies, you know, during... Uh, well, it's a new use of birth control, mm-hmm. just taking it contiguously without taking a stop and a pause to let the Menzies flow every month. Right. And you and I were discussing this, actually, at the house, and we had a similar agreement about it or thought processes about that perhaps that's maybe not the best choice of birth control at this time in terms of letting the body detox and flush out toxins in the body? Well, I think it's just an important issue to look at. And what's going to be best for each individual is Mm -hmm. important. And when I was having this discussion with the nursing students I'm with and the medical students I'm with this summer, there were some that really felt like if somebody has a painful menses or there's a significant problem each month, that they have a relief by taking birth control pills ongoingly. But what I actually had to remind them of is that this just masks their symptoms and they haven't really figured out why they're having such difficulty and what could be more effective for them and a deeper healing is to go more toward the cause of what's the problem rather than just putting yourself on birth control pills, changing the cycle that nature has really set up for our bodies of a 28-day lunar circuit so that we can actually detox every month, which is one of the ways women do detox is through the menstrual blood. Right. I absolutely agree. And, and, and I love what you said about it's, it's the symptoms that you get, whether it's severe cramping or emotional situations or back pain or whatever, that could be clues and insight into something that's going on in your body that could be corrected. And, and then you can tell from the correction by how you're also feeling more stable and healthy during that time of your cycle. Yes, and we can look at a bigger paradigm that Mm -hmm. I think is problematic, which is that our medical model is based on economic thriftiness as well as time thriftiness. And so people are addressing symptoms because it's quick to do that, and then you can get a quick fix of changing the symptom expression. But over the long run of your life, you're masking a lot of what's going on more deeply with a balance of all your systems, including your hormonal system. And when we look at women's health, we're looking at hormone balance. Right. And there's many things that add to or contribute or alter our hormone balance, including the way we eat, whether we exercise or not, what the environmental impact is. And we have a huge factor contributing right now because of air pollution, water pollution, and plastics. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of these arenas, there are compounds that are acting estrogenic, in our bodies, and these are called xenoestrogens. And when they act estrogenic, it stimulates the estrogen uh, receptor sites or activity in the body, and the body thinks it's making more estrogen or acting on more estrogen. But it's not. But it's not, and so women end up in what's called a hyperestrogenic state, which is a lot more about pushing the sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight, the nervous system. The anxiety. Anxiety mm-hmm. in the nervous system can't mm-hmm. find its peaceful, mm-hmm. easeful self. Mm-hmm. I noticed that because um, I used to drink a lot of water in bottles, in plastic bottles, disposable ones. 
And, uh, you know, through listening to a few people, I, I think about about a year ago, I stopped, you know, and it truly did change my parasympathetic system. Um, I even had less cravings. I used to drink, um, you know, I didn't buy Diet Coke, but if I was out and about, which I do eat out a lot, I would order a Diet Coke. And now I have, you know, no cravings for that as well. So it completely changed my system just by not drinking out of plastic bottles. And I, and I, and I know we had that discussion. I had no idea that it would, could affect my hormone level which it did, and I'm grateful that it balanced out. Yeah, Yeah. there was just an article on yahoo.com yesterday about what is the best water source from your tap or from the bottle. Wow. And it's on uh, whatyoueat.com. They Uh have the article listed right now, so you can go read it. But basically what they're saying is that there are companies that are putting bottled water out that all they're doing is filling it up out of the tap. So one of the companies is Philadelphia-based, and you're getting the Philly tap water. (laughs) And you're paying for it. Right, right. And filters are great. You know, that's what I finally did is had a filter and can use a metal container and carry it around and all those lovely things. So today we're talking about women's health, and we do have some phone lines open. So what are those numbers, Eric? Well, one number is 425-373-5527, and I'm going to grab that uh, toll-free number. Oh, great. Unfortunately, not on the top of my head. That's okay. You know, what we're also going to talk about, including women's health, too, is we're going to touch on the subject of sex and sexuality and, you know, how are women feeling about their sexuality and are they enjoying sex. Um, so if, if you'd like to have your toddlers uh, or young people away from the radio, um, just know that that is going to be part of our conversation today because that is an important part of health is having um, sexual freedom or comfortable expression with sexuality in one's life. That's a very important thing. Yeah. So did you find that phone number? I sure did. And Great. Sorry for not having that handy. It's 877-825-8828. 877-825-8828. Great. And why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Great. Let's talk to Robin now in Connecticut. Hi, Robin. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you both for taking my call. I've heard your other two um, shows, Dr. Robin, and have enjoyed them both. Thank you. I'm happy you're calling in today. So what can we do for you? One of my questions was very um, appropriate for lots of women, and one's a little more specific. Um, I've I've always wondered about cellulite. I've had it for a long time. I'm not that heavy, but my thighs, they really have, I mean, I think it's kind of strikingly amount, you know, and I'd like to hear what's healthy and good to do about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a really great question because a lot of women do find themselves accumulating cellulite in the thighs and in the buttocks area. That's the prim- yeah. primary areas where it accumulates. And basically, cellulite is an accumulation of fluids and toxicity in the body that's not finding its way out through the detox organs that we utilize. So the main detox organs of the body are going to be the colon, of course, and so regular bowel movements, not being constipated. And what I mean by regular is at least once a day and more uh, healthily it would be two or three times a day. And then the kidneys and bladder are the second pathway, and you're going to need to be drinking plenty of water, drinking a lot less Uh, Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi (laughs) and things that might be a little harder for the body to eliminate and not so supportive as water would be. Uh, And, 
urinating frequently, and your urine on the first mo- first urine in the morning will be a darker color yellow because your body detoxes a lot at night. But throughout the day, your urine should be clear. And if it's not, you're not drinking enough water. Mm. And then another pathway is the lungs, and we don't breathe deep enough. So breathing more deeply when you're sitting at a stoplight, when you're sitting at home, when you have a moment to pause in the movie theater or on the beach somewhere, just practice taking your breath in very deeply to bring air into the lower lungs, not just the upper lungs, and expand how much you're exchanging gases to eliminate the gaseous waste products that we accumulate. And the fourth area that's the eliminator is the skin. And if we're not eliminating through the skin, there's going to be some burden put on some of the other organs as well. So my recommendation around cellulite would be, number one, you need to work the liver, which is also considered part of the digestive elimination. Part of what happens in the colon is the liver dumps into the colon, the colon dumps out of the body. But working the liver is really important because accumulation of toxins in the liver ends up in the skin and is a a cellulite issue. So working the liver, probably the most basic thing could be dandelion tea. And Mm -hmm. people drinking dandelion tea or some kind of herbs that would move liver energy and keep the liver moving would be one area to address. Mm -hmm. The second thing I think that's really important around cellulite is keeping the lymphatics moving, and that's more of an exercise aspect. You need to move your arms, get your upper body moving. And then the third thing for me is uh, dry skin brushing. And so you use a vegetable brush, vegetable bristle brush. You do it when your skin is dry before you take a shower. You start at the extremities and brush toward the heart. And when you get to the legs and buttocks area, you actually spend a bit of time there really brushing the skin with this dry skin vegetable brush. And what that does is dumps a lot of accumulation into your lymph flow, into your blood flow, and then it finds its way out through those channels of elimination I talked about earlier. Once you've dry skin brushed, you take a hot shower, it opens up the pores and dumps a lot of things out through the skin. Wonderful. Okay, that's those are a lot of things that people can easily do, which are, is fantastic. And toxins being held in in the body, you know, or you know, even high cholesterol levels and things of that nature, are about not letting go of the past. And um, when I was listening to Robin, the doctor, talking to Robin in Connecticut, um, when um, Robin De Pasquale talked about the lungs, that was that really highlighted for me for you, Robin, in Connecticut. That highlighted that taking deeper breaths would be really great for you. And then I would seriously look at, uh, are you able to let go of the past? Can, can you be okay with it, whatever has occurred in the past, and put it to rest and have some peace about what's occurred in your life or other people's lives? Because I think that will really help in the detoxification. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and so what was your other question you had, too? Um, I have in my eye kind of like a watery eye, and it seems to be somewhat recurring. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I kind of wash it out. I've done different things. I used to, like, go to the doctor and get antibiotic eye drops, which I don't do now. And I looked on your, I think I have your tapes. I was doing the eye circles for mm-hmm. seven chakras. Um 
then I remember getting it even as a little child, and I just wondered about it. I wondered if there was, like, spiritual significance or, I don't know, I was just curious. Well, on the medical side of things, anytime one eye is watering and the other is not, it could be an indication that there's a blocked tear duct. Right, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Mm -hmm. A blocked, pardon me? A blocked tear duct, duct, yeah. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. here we are back in the flow, you know, where things are getting stuck um, kind of like the cellulite. So the exercise for letting go is actually where you sit down and you think about all the wonderful things about you. Take about 10 minutes and celebrate who you are. Large accomplishments, smaller ones, daily ones, like today I took out the garbage. And that would be, yay, I took out the garbage today. Because uh, human beings do so many things throughout the day and they don't even acknowledge it. And we're very, it takes a lot just to get out the door. you got to brush your teeth, take a shower, go to the bathroom, get dressed, eat. Then you have to get gas. And, and we tend to berate ourselves that we're not moving fast enough, that you know we have so many things to do. And these little things that are truly accomplishments, we kind of look at them as annoyances. So sitting down and appreciating yourself and when you feel good about yourself, then uh, you can recall a situation that perhaps has been hard to let go of. And in this power, empowered state of self-appreciation, you'll get a new per- perception of this thing that you haven't been able to let go of when you ask, how did this situation help me to grow? And then that will help you to release and let go. And perhaps that would help the tear duct. I'm not really sure. Well, the physical is so connected mm-hmm. to the emotional that mm-hmm. we don't really know what's causing what. Right. So I would do some of the work on the emotional level, on the spiritual level, And then if it's not resolving, make sure that you check out whether there's something physically blocking there, because if that's the case, sometimes you do need to have that corrected. Right. And a lot of times when you remove remove the spiritual blockage, then the physical answer just appears out of nowhere. It does. It's amazing. (laughs) And, And I love the part you said, Marie, about sitting down and thinking of all your accomplishments. And one other part I would add to that is... It's really beautiful to be able to sit with somebody mm-hmm. and tell them all the things you accomplished that day and then have them tell you back what they accomplished because we a don't great acknowledge idea. each other. Yeah, that's a great idea. So I think that'll keep you a little busy. What do you think, Robin? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for your question. They're both of them. They were great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And Bye, we'll Robin. Give, we'll give those numbers one more time. Okay, you can great. call in at 425-373-5527. Or toll-free at 877-825-8828. And we'll go to our next caller right now. We've got Mike calling from Tacoma right now. Hello, Mike. Yes, hi there. What can we do for you today? Well, I was calling in to possibly uh, get a reading, I guess. Uh-huh. And did you have a specific question regarding your reading? Or are you just like a... Y- yes. Uh, I, what I want to find out is I'm uh, dealing with uh, prostate uh, cancer. Okay. And I'm on, uh, I'm, you know, doing my own alternative mm-hmm. medicine. And I wanted to find out, you know, if I'm going to make it through this or, or you know, what what avenue and guess what, where my life's going to wind up at. Okay. So you want a, a prediction as well, right? Possibly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> works, works. Okay. Mm. And I'm sure there are all kinds of wonderful medical avenues too. In the treatment of, and you said you're seeking out alternative medicine. What things are available these days, um, Robin, in terms from your front? Well, there's a lot of things that need to be considered when prostate cancer is diagnosed. And the most important thing, in my opinion, is that you work with somebody who's an alternative practitioner who really keeps up with the current trend of what's useful and what's not. And if I could make a recommendation, I have a colleague who practices in Seattle named Eric Yarnell. And he specializes in urology, and he sees a lot of patients with prostate cancer. 
So you want to work with someone who really has their finger in the pie. Yeah, I, I've talked to him a long time ago, and I, 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 I don't know, I just didn't get back with him, but I, I, I think I misplaced his telephone numbers. So. He's easy to find. Just Google him up, Eric Yarnell. Okay, how do you spell the last name? Y-A-R-N-E-L-L. A-R-N-E-L-L. Perfect, perfect. It, it, did you want to add something else? No. So so what I'm noticing when I'm reading your energy in this um, lower abdominal area is you're holding a fair amount of guilt. And that is what I see that can predispose men towards prostate cancer. So when I have clients come in laying on the table, you know, I bring that to their attention so that if, you know, if that they're not in that situation at the time that they can avoid you know, even some benign problems that can happen with the prostate. So that's what it is. There's a a tremendous amount of guilt actually in your lower abdomen. And the exercise that I would recommend to do would be to lay down for 10 minutes a day. And I know that seems like kind of a big commitment, but we're talking about your health. But 10 minutes a day, put your dominant hand on your lower abdomen and repeat a phrase. And the phrase is, I have always done the very best I could in every situation of my life with what I knew at the time. And if you email me, I'll send you this because, you know, it might be hard to remember it on the air. Um, and, then, of course, this show will be up podcasted um, on the website beginning Monday. Um, so it, we need to have that guilt removed so that, you know, whatever you are doing to help with your health can actually work. Right. And uh, what's, what's that again? I have done the very best I could. In every situation of my life with okay. what I knew at the time. Okay. And so... Traditionally, women store anger and frustration in their pelvic cavity, resentment, and men traditionally store guilt. Now, not everybody runs strictly male or female energy. You know, some people are very equal in their balance, but, um, you know, when I'm in there, there's a lot of guilt. And it can be even religious guilt, too, you know, from religious teachings, uh, from childhood experiences. Yeah, and this brings us to one of our other topics of the day, which is orgasms. (laughs) And I think it's really important for men and women to be experiencing orgasms, especially if there is any kind of arousal because you get an accumulation or an increased blood flow into the pelvic region. And if you don't release it with orgasm and feel really good about that without guilt, then you can accumulate things right in that whole pelvic bowl. Yeah, you mentioned that, um, the congestion. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. You know, it, it is important for people to feel sexual energy in a healthy way. It's and, and, of course, we don't even have to be engaged in intercourse, you know, to actually feel freedom and pleasure in that part of our body. I mean, looking at a gorgeous tree can be an actually orgasmic experience. It's just about allowing ourselves to be free in our body and to allow all the energy to move. And I think that's a perfect point because a lot of people store shame and guilt regarding sexuality even in their body. Um, When I look at your um, health, um, it looks like the disease, because it's been around for a little while. Is that true? Uh, Yeah, I've had it for about a year now. Okay, well, a year's not too long, actually. And so uh, initially it looks like, you know, you had some successes in maybe getting your PSA lower. Right. And then it started to climb up again. Right. Is that true? Yeah. Right. So I I think that if you start to put this in practice, that you're going to have some really good results. Like you're going to be happy about it, satisfied. That's how I feel. Like you're going to be satisfied. And even when you get the good results, I would keep working on the guilt. Because this is really old and it's historical. You know, like your father had guilt grandfather held guilt. It's like the men uh, in your family want to feel responsible for the actions of other people. And and that's just not necessary. We're only responsible for our own actions. Yeah, I went through a situation where I went with a lady for about nine years. She came down with cancer. 
Oh. It really hit me really hard. So I've been carrying that for the last four years, too. So, oh, so yeah. This... Try to move on. So Absolutely. And, you know, when people leave this place, it's because it's their time. You know, and uh, and it's, she was ready to go. Something she had finished, something completed, something in her soul's desire that allowed her to move forward. Yeah, and I think that when people are diagnosed with cancer, also it's an opportunity that they can take to figure out their own level of healing. And that healing doesn't always mean that they stay in this body. It means that they've healed whatever the issues oh, were I that agree. they've come here to do. Right. I agree. Yeah. Okay. But, but not necessarily in your case, so don't worry. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to, you know, stay on this planet as long as possible. Yeah, I, I think your prospects are good. Yeah, what were you going to say, Robin? Yeah, I want to say one more thing, um, Mike, is yeah. that the reason I'm recommending that you work with Dr. Yarnell is because the PSA is a very gross measurement, and we're watching that primarily, but there's many other more subtle measurements that can be done that tell you a lot more detail about exactly what's going on. And there are many, many options with how to get your body back to an equilibrium state in a situation like prostate cancer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, d- kind of doing my own, you know, alternative herbs because I've, you know, been on the internet and, you know, looking at other avenues. And uh, well, my doctor is trying to, you know, tell me to, you know, do uh, which he, which he, that's the only thing that he knows about, and that's chemo on the other end. And, right. And, right. I, and I'm one doing my my darndest to stay away from all that because I'm. Right, and our own inter, our own research and our own care is really important. But sometimes we get in situations where we need somebody else to be yeah. helping us figure out, especially in the case of cancer, yeah. what's really effective and what's not effective currently. Yeah, I okay. agree. Okay. Okay. Best well, of luck uh, to you. We're sending you tons of light and okay. wishing you complete and wonderful success. And, and okay, well, God, God bless both of you for taking the time and. Uh, I'll probably talk to you again up the road. That sounds wonderful, Mike. Have a beautiful uh, week, and God bless both of you. Be well, Mike. Thank Thank you. you. Bless you, too. All right. We're going to go north now to Woodenville and talk to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi there. I'm Well, I'm calling because I'm a little stressed, and I figured I'm trying to tell myself, well, when one door closes, maybe another one's going to open. And so I wanted to find out if you... um, saw anything as far as my husband's uh, business right now is in not very good shape, nor is our finances, and really scaring me. Right. And we've talked about this before, haven't we, you and I? We have. Yeah. And remember I said how he needs to shift his energy regarding this? Yep. Yeah. And so... So what do I do if 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 this is him? What what can I do? I still have my kids. I have to feed my kids tonight and go grocery shopping, and there's no money. Right. Yeah, mm. that's really, I'm so sorry. That's, that's a huge challenge. Well, what you can do is I would separate yourself from the situation. I, I would literally pull your energy out of his work and business because you can create your own resources. You can allow more money to flow in your life as a separate individual. Even though you're a married partner, you're still individuals. Right. Yeah. You still have your own way about in the world. So that's what I would do so that you can start to attract more money in your life that's independent of his job. So okay. that you can have extra money in your account. Because you're actually good with money, which is so interesting. The thing that, that, you know, that bugs the two of you the most, this financial situation, there's other things too, but this financial situation, you're actually quite good at money. Yes. You know, so if he would listen to you, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, no, it seems like no matter what conversation I have about anything with him, it still is met with a wall. Right. So I think you need to um, respect that wall. 
right. and respect your own being and what you truly want and how you would like to vibrate your energy and let the flow of resources come into your life and the, the bank account that, you know, that you spend more time with, let's say, and that, that's connected to you and your energy. And I think it's going to I think it's going to be fine. I mean, you're going to be surprised like, wow, I got a check from that. And oh, my gosh. And my water bill was much less. I mean, you're going to notice a financial shift because you're going to hold positive energy separate okay. from him. So stop trying to shift his work because he is blocking you. Okay. Is that might be a reason why? Because I started with a um, network marketing health and wellness business, and I, it's not going. It's not going well at all. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know if that has. What that if I'm not supposed to be, be doing that. Actually, I think everything will change. You know, every aspect of your life financially will change when you stop thinking about his work, when you okay. stop thinking negatively about money. So here's what happens: is in your aura. Um, your aura is this energetic bubble that surrounds you, right? Right. Yep. You tell me, put put myself in the white light bubble. (laughs) Okay, beautiful. And whatever you think, feel, say, dream about, pretend, or complain about is what's filling up in your energetic bubble, and it creates a frequency of vibration. And the universe has absolutely no option but to match your vibration. So when we worry about money, we get worry problems, right? And so that's why I want you to separate because... Unfortunately, your husband's not willing to do what, what you would like him to do at this time. Right. And, and, and that's okay. That's his decision. But it's, yep. it's scaring you and, you know, you want to get dinner on the table for the kids. So, exactly. So we want you to separate from his energy and only be responsible for yours. And don't think about his business because you've spent hours and months and years thinking about his business. And, right. I, you know, if you can stop. Then I can let it go. Yeah, you've so got to let it go. Separate. Okay. Yeah, you got to let it go. Yeah. And, and just separate myself with my thinking and with my energy field and Yeah, and when you're doubting, just ask yourself one wonderful question. What do I want? Okay. And you want financial comfort and freedom. Right. And the ease to use your resources. And Robin had something to add, which is lovely. Yeah, what comes up for me when I'm hearing you talk, uh, Michelle, is that we're in a time now where people are having hardships because the economy is doing what it's doing. And not to take away anything that Marie's directing you at, but I think community is really important. And I don't know, you know, what your essence is around reaching out. But when you're in a time when you need help, there are people who have abundance. And it's always an exchange that can happen, but you have to plug into that flow. You have to be in the energy. So, you know, one thing that does happen in this area that I know of, and I'm Mm. thinking of your children, is that people who have extra money contribute to food to the food bank. And the food bank has food for people who don't have any money to buy any food. And not that that's a permanent situation for anybody, but in a flow scene, if your kids aren't getting fed, there is an option for you to step into. And there's a lot more places where that energy is flowing back and forth than we really give ourselves the opportunity to know about. Right. And, okay. And, and when you change your energy, then you have all this awareness of, oh, and I can go here and I can do this. And so-and-so said they'd be happy to loan me some money or, you know, all, all of these things become available. Because when we stay in the negative energy, then we shut ourselves off from the abundance of the universe. With more walls. More walls. Right. right. For yeah. sure. So okay. I think it's going to turn out fine even, you know... Whether it will be the network marketing thing that you're doing or not, I know you're going to change your financial situation. You're going to stay in that positive energy, and you're going to ask yourself, what do I want? And then don't think about his business. Okay. I can do that. Thank you. And, okay, and we're thank you. sending you bright light of resources and delicious food your way. Great. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manucherry Show, and we will be right back. If you're in the Tacoma area and would like an energy healing, contact Mark Smith. Mark has been attuned as a Reiki master by none other than Marie Manucherry. He also works with reconnective energy and matrix energetics. If you would rather stay in the comfort of your own home or live outside the Tacoma area, Mark is able to do distant healings worldwide. Call 360-893-8991 or visit his website at healing-with-energy.com. Marie is excited to announce the release of her brand new CD, A Healthy Immune System. A healthy immune system is the key to good health and vitality. On this CD, Marie explains what the immune system is and how the different components of the immune system function within the human body. You'll also gain a better understanding of energy medicine as it relates to the immune system. Marie shares exercises and meditations throughout this CD so you can create a healthy immune system and vital state of well-being. Also included with this CD is a diagram of the immune system and a brief glossary of terms for easy reference. To order your copy of Marie's new CD now, please visit her website at energyintuitive.com. Do you sail blindly through life with no compass, stuck in dead-end jobs and failed relationships? Do you know deep in your heart that you have a purpose in this lifetime and should be living a happier, more fulfilling life? Ainsley McLeod is ready to walk you through the instruction based on his book, which is a simple step-by-step system for decoding your soul. He'll teach you how to live the life your soul intended and guide you to a greater sense of clarity, joy, and self-understanding all in a matter of nine spectacular days. Join author and psychic Ainsley McLeod and Hills of Africa Travel for Soul Safari in South Africa this October. You will experience the awesome energetic boost of the African bush, the exhilarating nature of game viewing, and the therapeutic leisure activities of one fabulous vacation. Only 32 lucky people will have access to this incredible life-changing journey. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Wonderful, and welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I, we are live today in Seattle, and our guest is Robin D. Pasquale, Dr. Robin D. Pasquale, a naturopathic physician who used to live in Seattle. She now lives in Madison, Wisconsin, has a practice there, and teaches in Italy and at the University in Wisconsin, at the University of Washington here, at Bastyr. In fact, you're teaching CAM Camp, which is... Um, where conventional medical physicians come to Bastyr for about a month. Medical students. Medical students, right. I didn't say students, huh? Okay, so conventional medical students come to Bastyr for a month and learn about holistic medicine, which is fantastic. And um, I'll be able to give a talk tomorrow, actually, on energy medicine. It's my second year, and, and so I'm thank you so much for inviting me back. And Oh, yeah, it's really great to have you talk to the future medical doctors so about exciting. energy medicine. And they've learned about acupuncture and massage meditation meditation and herbal medicine i've taken them on plant walks they've made medicine in the labs they've learned about homeopathy it's a wonderful gift food oh we're so nutrition everything we're they're so lucky and we're so lucky that they get to have this introduced into their careers at such an early right and then we plant the seed with them and they start growing it where they are 
Oh, that's just fantastic. Thank you so much for doing that. So we're going to go right back to the phone lines. Very good. We're going to talk to Ellen now, calling all the way from Chicago. Hi, Ellen. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. You're closer to Robin's neck of the woods. Yes, I am. <laughs> that's Not right. that far. <laughs> yeah. So what can we do for you today? I'm calling regarding endometriosis and wondering what could be done more naturally. The doctor that I'm seeing keeps wanting me to go on medication for it, and I just don't want to go that route. Yeah. Okay. Well, endometriosis is generally a state of excess estrogen, which goes back to something we talked about earlier, where the environment could be contributing. And even our stress levels can contribute to a hormone imbalance that puts us into an excess estrogen state. In that state, your endometrial tissue, which is usually growing inside the uterus, begins to grow outside in the pelvic area or even in other areas of the body. And to treat endometriosis in a more natural way, there's multiple facets that have to be addressed. You do have to change your diet and you have to get anti-inflammatory about your diet and mostly that means taking out a lot of animal products. And it's really useful to work with a nutritionist who can help you for your own specific needs refine the kind of diet that's going to be best for you or work with a naturopathic physician who's licensed or who specializes in nutrition who can help with that. And then, okay. this, and then the second component is that you really do have to keep all your detox systems open like we've been talking about earlier because the way we get rid of estrogen that's excess in the body is through our livers. Mm -hmm. So generally there's a liver stagnation or a liver congestion issue when people develop endometriosis. Which actually goes right along to the energy piece because endometriosis to me is a disease of frustration or anger that's trapped in the lower pelvic cavity and the next organ it goes to once the pelvic cavity is somewhat full is the liver. So uh, so throwing a temper tantrum like three times a week would be a great idea. Like go in a room, shut the door, lay down, kick and scream like you're two for like five to ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> so you, I called or I had a um, private session with you and you that was one of the things you had told me to do as well. And I said it's hard because I don't feel like I'm angry I about anything. Know. Well, the reason you don't feel like you're angry about anything is because we're talking about stored anger that's not expressed. And... Anger is not an easy emotion. It's not something that people like to be around. Even so, especially women. And so we stuff it in. And in Chinese medicine, the liver is the organ of the emotion anger. Mm. And liver stagnation is usually about stored or stagnant anger. Mm -hmm. So I know you don't feel like it. I, I understand this. I've heard that comment many times. A lot of times I'll give homework to people and they don't want to do it. And that's that lets me know that, wow, that they need to do it even more than I realized. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, it's almost like I have to, for, it's like a forced uh, movement to, to get angry and kick. Right. And yeah. you don't even have to be angry to do it. Just lay down and start kicking and screaming like you're having fun. And then that will help bring the anger to the surface. She'll be giving it a reason to rise up because now it's give, it's been given permission to be expressed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. when I had talked to you, I said, oh, I had tried taking a hanger and beating the bed, and you like that one too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, Any, beating pillows, throwing pillows, punching bag. But that toddler thing, because it could be that, you know, as a kid, 
maybe you weren't allowed to have a temper tantrum or to express your frustration. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So it takes you back to your childhood, too, and lets those frustrations out. Kids are so smart. I mean, everybody gets frustrated. And and luckily, hopefully, if they have a parent that will let them just scream and yell, (laughs) they can let it out of their bodies and not have it trapped years later. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So it looks like the diet would be good without protein, or I mean animal protein, right? Well, less animal products Mm. because they're pro-inflammatory, even even Uh, dairy, right? So we're looking at a lot of what Michael Pollan talks about in his book, In Defense of Food. Oh, right. And he talks about eat plants, plenty of them, and not eat, eat food. Plenty of plenty of plants and not too much food. Wow. And that's a relatively new book, isn't it? It's that, a great new book, yeah. yeah. And I think every person in the U.S. should read that book because it talks exactly about getting yourself back to real food as opposed to all this processed stuff that's on the market these days. Right. It's not even food. Right. Right. So is that helpful, Ellen? Yeah. Could you say the name of that book again? In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan. Yeah. Okay. I've heard about it several times, so I'm, I'm going to go out and get that myself. Great idea. So happy yelling. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Have a wonderful day in Chicago. You too. All bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right, let's go on to our next caller. We've got Darcy on the line calling from Seattle. Great. Hi, Darcy. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. It's great to talk to you. I'm calling because... Um, I just don't know what to focus on. I feel like I should be out job hunting, looking for that career. Um, I feel there's a relationship around me, but yet I'm drawn to things things surrounding um, spiritual growth, personal growth, energy, different things, and Mm -hmm. I'm feeling kind of frustrated like I'm in this kind of weird space and Mm -hmm. don't have a direction or a clear idea of where I'm headed. Well, I think what you're wanting to experience is passion, you know, talking about a a career that sings to your heart, a relationship. And so if you can start to get those juices running in that, you know, we're we're really focusing on the lower pelvic cavity. Have you noticed that, Robin, today? Very much so. Yeah. It doesn't matter the gender. We're right back in the pelvis over and over again. And that chakra, that area is about passion. And so a, a few moments ago, we were even talking about orgasms and feeling orgasmic without necessarily having sex, although that's important, too. If you're going to engage in sex, it needs to be pleasurable, you know, enjoyable, um, free-flowing. And completed. Yeah, completed. Yeah, moving through the orgasm as well, right? So I'm going to ask that you start to experience life, and I'm sure Robin will have some great ideas, experience life more sensually, like when you're looking at color or when you're smelling aromas and when you're feeling something, can you allow it to also be a sensual experience? Take it all the way down to the core of your body, not just letting your mind go, okay, this is, as you touch it, this is silk and it's blue. But what does it feel like? What does blue silk feel like? What, what does it arouse inside of you when you smell something or feel something or look at something? I, I think that's a big problem in our culture. We are so mental and we think about things so deeply, we don't fully experience it. Well, one of the areas I think we don't fully experience often is food. Mm. And so whenever you're going to think about food, you're going to want to think passionately, what do I want? Mm. And then you're going to need to go get it somehow, whether it's in the grocery store or in a restaurant. And then you're going to want to 
passionately engage in your food. So have a relationship with your food, which can be a practice for a relationship with everything else that you're going to do in life. I think that's beautiful. That's like receptivity, you know, because that's what you're wanting. You want to be receptive to something and you've narrowed it down to a couple of things. And I agree with you, you know, that there's a career coming, there's a relationship coming, but you can already start to engage in that receptive energy, which will help pull it towards you. Right. So, so how does that sound, Darcy? Frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really what's happening already. You're already frustrated. And so, yeah. and so frustration means you're on the right track, according to Anthony Robbins, and I agree with him. It's certainly what it means to me in my life. And so now you want to be more creative. That means you're on the right track. What else can I do to allow myself to really connect to what I want? And there's a simplification about it, too, because when we're frustrated, we need to back up and simplify things so that it's less frustrating and just more one step at a time. And, and what people don't really realize is that all the answers to life are very, very simple. It's not complicated. We try to make it so complicated. And they're in our everyday processes that we do, like taking in food, like resting, like sleeping. Right. Enjoying art, you know, going for a walk, all of those things. So get creative in those parts of your life, and then you'll be connected to your passion and your joy. And healthy relationships and healthy careers are passionate and joyful. So you'll be attracting yeah. exactly what you want through the you know, heart. I guess I just, you know, I'd love to have this, this plan. Step one, it goes to the step two, step three. It doesn't work like that. I know, and I'm, I'm just, and I compartmentalize things, and I'm just being... <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm, it does work that way. Step one is be exactly, completely present with mm, the moment. Mm, there you go. Okay. You're talking to us. You're very present with us. (laughs) When you hang up, you're with yourself. Be very present with yourself. Okay. That's beautiful. I will give it my best thought. It's not my, um, I live in my mind too much. (laughs) So So move down to your heart. Okay. Move out of your head down to your heart. And then down to your second chakra. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I will do that. I'll remember that. Mind your heart, I'm okay. I've never gone to the second chakra. Oh, that's where the passion is. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay, maybe I'll read up on that. Wonderful. I can connect with that second chakra. Maybe more than reading up on that would be um, just feeling it. So squatting is a really good way Mm. to get your energy down into the lower chakras. Oh, that's a great idea. A belly dancing class. Mm. That would be fun. Okay, I, I was in one, and I think I better sign back up. I Wonderful. like that idea. Belly dancing would be great. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Have a great right. day. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now let's talk to David calling from Seattle. Hi, hey. Marie. Great show today. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoy it. What can we do for you today? I have a question for Robin along the lines of my um, um, head injury, um, TBI, past and I um, my question was I, I take taurine and have gotten past seizures and I was wondering if there's any suggestions she might have um, I have troubles with um, um, chemical sensitivity EMS and, and uh, things along that line so David were the tr- was there trouble with chemical sensitivities before the head injury or after no, no it was after since okay <clears throat> So something happened in your head injury, and I'm going to let Marie read that one a little bit. But um, what I would say is you need to see a really good homeopath Mm -hmm. because there there are great homeopathic remedies 
that can uncouple the trauma that happened to the brain. Okay. And when there's a head injury, the brain is usually slammed against the inside of the skull, and there's a lot of micro trauma that happens to the brain cells that needs to get repaired. And in my opinion, homeopathy is the place to go because you can't get inside your skull with hands right. or anything else. It is challenging with the blood-brain barrier as well. Um, and when you said homeopathy, it felt so good. And I was, I, when I look at homeopathy, it seems fantastic for children. Like children just zoom through their processes with homeopathy. And when brain um, energy is being revitalized, it's very youthful, you know, and so that makes sense that the homeopathy would work. And, of course, probably what I'm going to tell you, David, is not mm-hmm. something that you haven't heard before. Okay. But you seem fixated on all the negativity that's occurred since the injury. Mm-hmm. And, again, what you focus on is what you create and attract into your life. And I know it's challenging when you're having physical symptoms and hear someone asking you not to focus your energy on it. Yeah. But, if you know, to have resolution and to create positive energy, you do have to not focus on the negativity. You already know everything that's wrong. You're, I mean, Robin and I listening to you, wow, you're well-informed. You're intelligent about all the processes that you've gone from. So you know enough. You know, how much time now can you spend per day feeling positive and optimistic and grateful for your life the way it is? Because that uh-huh. will bring the healing to you, right? That yeah. will attract healing versus attracting more negativity. Yeah, that, that's, that's great because I, I have um, tried to focus that way, but um, kind of kind of bounced back and so yeah that's that's good it is challenging uh, i understand for everyone when we have a particular issue that's right in front of our face it is challenging and it takes practice but luckily positive energy or more you know resolution um, energy is actually strong it's very Mm -hmm. strong energy so it can last for longer periods of time and just go back to that place when you start to go down that tunnel because i know what happens you you almost get depressed is what it looks like to me Mm -hmm. And when you start to go down to that, you know, Alice in Wonderland tunnel, um, ask yourself, what do I want? And you want health and vitality. So you want to vibrate in health vitality so that you can attract healthy practitioners, healthy remedies, all the things that work for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so surround yourself with people who can help you with that, too, who can remind you and be upbeat Uh and uh positive for you in that. All right. Okay, great. I see you having a recovery. So, I mean, really, yeah. There are many good homeopaths in the Seattle area. Yeah, you live in a fortunate area. I'll definitely check on that. Thanks, Robin. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, David. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Marie. You too. All righty. All right. Let's talk to Janet now calling from Kirkland. Great. Hi, Janet. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Fantastic. So what can we do for you today? Well, I've been working on my health as to help support my, my spiritual path so that I can serve more. And there are things that are still um, not resolving, arthritis in my thumbs and knees, um, low bone density, hot flashes. Mm-hmm. There's so much that's better, but there's a lot mm-hmm. that still hasn't changed. And I'm wondering if you see something um, energetically that I need to do differently or in terms of practitioners. Yeah, well, let's let Robin address that question first. Well, basically, uh, Janet, what you're talking about is when there's a bone or joint issue like that, it's a lot about movability and articulation. And there's a lot of support that you can get in relation to arthritis and 
and the inflammation that contributes to arthritis through herbal medicine, as well as through what I term gemotherapy, which is using the plants that are made from the buds, which are the brand new growth hormone potent remedies. And we work a lot with arthritis on a lot of different levels using those remedies. So I think you can get some really good support at that level. But when you link it in with the hot flashes, it goes directly back to a hormonal balance. And here we are talking about women's health and hormone balance because the bones are significantly affected when women go through menopause and when women go through different hormonal changes in life, pregnancy, lactation. So I think that there's a twofold thing going on here. One is inflammation and the other is hormone balance. And you're going to get best served by having somebody address your whole case rather than just throw out a remedy here or a remedy there. Right. I've worked on thyroid and, and um, issues and adrenal issues and number all, all the different systems. Yeah. So it feels like some detoxifying actually would be, I mean, that's what I'm feeling when I'm looking at your body. You have worked hard. There's been a lot of detoxing I've done so far. Okay, good. Congratulations. So then let's look at the energetic detoxification, right? So for me, bones actually goes back to um, the person that we were talking to, I, can't, I think in Connecticut, um, letting go. So when we have joint problems, uh, it's about not letting go because uh, the bones tend, are hard, right? And then that means a lack of flexibility. And when I'm in, when you mentioned the thyroid, I was in your throat chakra. And even though I know you're this very articulate person who's direct, somehow you're not getting down to your truth. So truth isn't in the brain. It's actually in the lower abdomen. Again, back to that second chakra because it's about passion and feeling, not thinking. So I would work on getting down to your truth, speaking how you really feel, which can really help the adrenal glands. And I've, I remember speaking to Robin before about um, hormones, and the thyroid gland tends to be a later gland that's affected, that other hormones in the body act at first. Well, we call it the busy body. <laughs> <laughs> so the thyroid tries to let everybody know that it thinks it's in charge, but usually there's some other underlying problem that's going on. Right. So that the endocrine problem, you know, that you were talking about before in terms of the, th the, um, the adrenal glands could be part of this whole aspect of not getting down to your real emotions, speaking what you're really feeling, which is also an aspect of letting go. Even if you can't say what you're really feeling, writing it down in a journal, um, daily expressing your emotions gets that energy out of your body, which would then take that fight or flight or worriness out of your adrenal glands and then ultimately perhaps bring some more fire or energetic vitality to the thyroid. That would make sense. I would, I, I, a lot of things point to some kind of underlying stress. Yes, and when you're addressing adrenal glands in naturopathic medicine, the key things that are important are lifestyle, so making sure you get plenty of sleep. And I was just speaking with some of my colleagues who got completely adrenally exhausted. And they were saying to me, I had to sleep 10 and 12 hours a day. And without doing that, nothing I would take would really fix the problem. You wow. have to really give that foundation what it needs, which is rest. Wow, that's amazing. So is this helpful, Janet? Well, I did, I did do the rest after the chronic fatigue. I've actually always gotten enough sleep. So, and I've done a lot of emotional work. I suspect that there's just some deeper stress Stressor, mm. yeah, and I, um, and emotional when I, or physical, I don't know, or energetic. 
Well, when I go in your pelvis, I don't see a lot of activity. So that means to me you're not getting down to the true emotions in your pelvic cavity. And I can even speak for myself. I'm always surprised when I really allow myself to go deep down and ask deep questions. I'm shocked by what I really feel. I mean, okay. and it's like shocking. Would you agree with that too, Yeah, Robin? not something that you're expecting usually or that yeah. you can even see. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like eye-opening in an interesting way. So I would encourage you to do that and feel inspired to listen to some of your deepest, darkest thoughts and feelings. Okay. All right? Thank you. We wish you the best of health, and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So just a couple reminders. I will be on Gary Mant's show, which is also here on 1150 AM. His show airs between 7 and 9. will be on August 9th, so I'll be a guest on that show. And then I'll be at the East West Bookshop on August 7th. I'll be teaching a class called Embrace What Is, Learning How to Surrender. And you want to call East West Bookshop and reserve that. Sorry, you'll have to Google that. I'll talk about it next week because I don't have the number with me. Have an absolutely wonderful week. Thank you so much, Robin, for coming into the show. My honor. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful week and joyful blessings. Thank you.